good afternoon and welcome to what's in the cup podcast two weeks in a row bob we're on a roll uh, getting this done and uh, bringing you the news and all the exciting things happening here at georgia southwestern state university and uh what a great time of the year the weather's starting to cool off a little bit uh rained a little but man the sun's coming out beautiful days uh nice evenings last night we had a great uh evening we had the uh Baseball and softball teams did their annual uh, costume game, uh, and if you didn't watch it, oh my gosh, it was hilarious. They they the way they play with those costumes on is a riot. And then they had their home run derby uh, afterwards. I think they raised like a hundred dollars or so for their Make a Wish uh, program, and and so that was fun. And then there was the uh, trunk or treat uh, also last night. Lots of families and uh, little little costumed kids out uh, having a good time so that was a lot of fun and and uh, seeing all of our student athletes out there helping with that was really good so a great time of the year lots of fun and uh, speaking of fun and speaking of a great time of the year uh, we have we have three first time we've ever had three guests on at once uh, the the uh, what's in the cup podcast but we have three uh, freshmen uh, three members of our President Carter Leadership Program, three mixed scholars here with us, uh, Savannah McElroy, <laughs> Alex Espetia, and Chase Moore. <laughs> the easy one. <laughs> all right. So we're glad to have all of you here with us today. You guys, you guys doing all right? Mm-hmm. We're excited. Okay. Now, Savannah, you're from... Kathleen, Georgia. Yes. I have no idea where Kathleen, it's Georgia above is. Above Perry. Above Perry. I know where Perry mm-hmm. is. No one ever knows. It's unincorporated. Oh, so it's small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Very good. How many people live in Kathleen? Like 500. Mm. It's really tiny. <laughs> really small. Okay. And Alex, you're from Newton. Yes, Where's Newton? Um, it's like south of Auburn, going towards Cockwick. Okay. Or how many people live in Newton? Just a little over 3,000. Another big metropolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Chase, Florida. <laughs> Where in Florida? Uh, Lakeland. Lakeland, Florida. Not very many people live there. There's a lot of people live there. <laughs> <laughs> how many people live in Lakeland, Florida? Um, my graduating class from my high school was 4,200. 4,200. Alex, that's bigger than your whole town. Yes, Definitely. I only had 19 graduate with me. Oh, my goodness gracious. How do you guys get along? We didn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's what makes going to college so interesting, is that you meet people from all over, from different backgrounds, different places. So we're glad to have all of you here with us uh, at Georgia Southwestern, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things you guys are involved in, some of the things you got going on. But uh, each week we get started with some uh, information about student success and retention. Uh, A lot of interesting stuff happening right now. Uh, Here at the university, uh, enrollment is open. So uh, I assume all of you have already enrolled for your spring and summer classes, right? Yes, sir. Uh, There was, I think, a party last night, some kind of enrollment party at the um, Kane Central, right? Yes, sir. So um, that's good. And I'm nice to hear all of you have already done that. Uh, so I think all classes, all students are eligible to start uh, re-enrolling or, or enrolling for the next couple of semesters. So I hope everybody does that. 
And uh, of course, as always, please go see your advisor, get some advice, make sure you know what classes you're supposed to take, stay on track, don't get, uh, don't get off, you know, some, when I was in college, you know, we would just figure out which girls were taking which classes and we'd take those. And uh, <laughs> it probably, that's probably why it took us so long to graduate. So uh, <laughs> not the best advice. Don't follow my advice. Uh, pick pick the classes you need not the ones that you want i shouldn't say it that way either but i did so (laughs) um also going on right now um one of the things that that we were we've been checking on is um how students are doing right you guys when you were soft or juniors in high school we shut down your semester right march of your junior year kind of all went virtual right shut down and then all of last year you were in some kind of weird covid mm-hmm. environment right yes sir did y'all go to school last year physically yep. did i did you? school i went to school okay so all of you were physically and not everybody did that um but there's this question about how students would do how how this year's freshman class would compare to other freshman classes because of the last you know year and a half really of your of your high school uh you know were you as prepared were you as uh not just prepared academically but physically prepared because you'd been in classes or whatever and so uh so we've been checking uh withdrawals uh last week i think was the last week you could withdraw from a class uh and and um a lot of conversation about biology math and english and those are really the ones we pay attention to because students that pass math and english during their first year in college do better than those who don't. So we wanna make sure that students that enroll in those finish those classes. And then biology is one, it's a, it's a tough class. And obviously a lot of students here are, are maybe nursing or you know, need biology. So we've been keeping an eye on that. And uh, the good news is the, the rate of withdrawals hasn't gotten worse. It's not good. <laughs> but it hasn't gotten worse. Yes, sir. Uh, so I don't know what you guys are thinking. How are your classes going so You're far good. this semester? I had to withdraw from biology. You did? Yes. Okay. Well, you're in good company. There's a lot of you. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not more than normal. So I don't know what the, I don't know if that makes you feel better or not. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, the good news is you can do it. Yes, sir. And uh, you just got to get back in there and try again. And uh, I, I was worried that we'd see a, an increased rate in the number of withdrawals. And we just haven't seen that. And uh, seen a little bit of an uptick in English, but I don't think it's COVID-related. You know, it's just uh, we see fluctuations from time to time. I went back and checked against 2019, and, and we're still in the right ballpark uh, compared to 19. So... From last year to this year, it actually got better. Um, so anyway, so we, we've been keeping an eye on that. And I know that there's been a lot of talk around campus. I've seen some Facebook posts and things, people concerned about, you know, how's it going? And, and uh, there's a national story about how this was going. And uh, just from, from here on our campus, pretty similar, pretty similar. Um, doesn't make it any better when you have to do it, right, Alex? I'm right. sorry <laughs> that you had to drop the class, but... Uh, I can promise you, you can get this done. Oh, the other part of enrollment that 
Uh, the other national story that came out this week was that enrollment across the country uh, dropped about 3.2% uh, overall. Uh, here at uh, Georgia Southwestern, uh, our enrollment's pretty flat, but our undergraduate enrollment dropped 6.3%, so almost double the national average. Now, last year, the decline in uh, enrollment uh, nationally was 6.5% for undergraduates, and ours actually went up last year. So we kind of were um, opposite of the national trend. So the fact that we kind of reverted this year back to a little bit below, um, it, it's interesting that how, how the pandemic has hurt different schools differently, right? And so being a small school in a rural location compared to a large school in a metropolitan location, uh, we haven't, I haven't had a chance to look in the data uh, enough to kind of see, you know, who got, who, who fared differently in different times. But um, anyway, college enrollment across the board um, has dropped. Uh, and when you look at both undergraduate and graduate, we're down about 4.3% over the last two years. And uh, here at Georgia Southwestern, we're down three students over the last two years. So pretty good pretty good compared to national so anyway uh, that's what's happening out there um, and um, just want to encourage everybody to get enrolled that's the most important thing get enrolled for next year next semester yes sir in biology <laughs> no no chemistry. not necessarily. chemistry switched it to chemistry <laughs> yep switched it to chemistry okay Alex gonna try chemistry all right let's talk you guys are here uh, we can talk about a lot of things but but you guys uh, and your fellow classmates, there's about 20 of you, right? Yes, sir. And you guys are uh, have taken on the responsibility of the Angel Tree Toy Drive, right? Mm -hmm. yes, sir. yes, sir. All right. Was this any one particular person's bright idea, or did you come to this as a group, or how did, how did you come to realize this is what you ought to be doing? I mean, we, we kind of figured out we had to do something and we want to do something very impactful so why not help someone that needs it the most I mean, Michaela threw the idea out to us and we said it was the first idea so let's do it we were all everyone was on board everyone wants to help out it's just we figured why not let or why not help them yeah so so the toy drive is for tell me who, who who's the beneficiary of the toy drive it's over 300 foster children in Southwest Georgia, and we're serving over 17 counties. Wow. Yeah. Over 300 young, uh, assume young, we're mm -hmm. talking It ranges what ages? from two months to 17 years old. Wow. Yep. Okay. And these are foster care uh, individuals. Mm -hmm. And uh, any idea, um, we, we talked a little bit about this, but I, I didn't know the answer. Any idea if, if this number has increased over the last couple of years as COVID We've looked it up. Um, we looked on the Costa website, and it's increased by about a hundred kids. Oh my god! Just gosh. on the numbers on their website, um, who's to say that it hasn't increased more since they've updated it? Yeah, yeah. So certainly, this the COVID situation has impacted mm -hmm. families um, more than than normal, and uh, we kind of know that going in, right? And uh, so that's put a lot of young people in a in a difficult situation. So mm -hmm. so the toy drive. Uh, is, is really to support these uh, kids who 
who may or may not have uh, a good Christmas plan right now mm -hmm. and you hope to do something to, to help them out. Tell me about uh, the toy drive. What's the time frame? What are you trying to get people to do? Um, the toy drive will start on November the 1st and they can make monetary donations or drop off toys at certain locations. Uh, we're asking for bikes, helmets, tablets, kid tablets, um, sport equipment. Um, and, and gift cards for and treats. Gift cards for treats. Mm -hmm. Gift cards. Dairy Queen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite. I love getting gift cards at Dairy Queen. <laughs> blizzards all day long. Oh, yes, sir. I hear you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so people can uh, go to the store, mm -hmm. a store, buy something for anyone from say would you say five months six two months? months two months mm -hmm. my goodness two months to 17 years yes sir and uh, they can bring it by campus mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or we're going to have certain locations in town where they're going to be able to drop off and walmart was our first place to say that we could take a box and drop it off and they'd have someone watch it throughout the day mm -hmm. and just come by every day to check it and get whatever was in there okay okay so they could actually buy something at walmart yes, put sir. it in the box and never even have to take it home yes sir mm -hmm. that'd be convenient mm -hmm. very good okay so 300 kids approximately um how much how much money are you you thinking we should raise to make this happen our goal is twenty-five thousand. we can go above that goal and we're we're not setting it just to 25,000. We're yeah. going to try to help as many kids as we can. Like we said, 300 kids is our goal. But if we can help as many as we can, 400, 500, 600, I mean, it all goes to them. And whatever we can do to benefit them is what's best. Yeah. Yeah. So if people wanted to make a financial contribution, that would be okay as well? Yes. Yes, sir. All right. How would they do that? We have Venmo and PayPal through Casa. Um, and flyers posted around campus and in downtown have a little QR code that everyone can scan and it will take them directly to the um, user for it and they would just put for the cost of toy drive in the subject. Okay. I have no idea how to use Venmo. You know, I'm an old guy, right? <laughs> so um, what if I wanted to write a check? Can I just write a check? Yes, mm -hmm. sir. Possible? And the checks would be made out to CASA. Mm -hmm. Make it out to CASA. Yes, sir. Okay. And, and put as toy drive. Okay. And, uh, we could drop it off at the Casa, mm -hmm. at the former president's house. Yes, sir. Uh, okay. I, you know, that's a strange name for a building. I don't know <laughs> if you guys have thought about this, but who lives in the former president's house? Yeah, it's Casa, I know. But yeah. is, so would you think it would be like the former president? Like yeah. that's where they live? Yeah. Or is it, did it used to be the president's house? I would say it, it, it used to be the president's house, but there's not saying that somebody, the former president, doesn't still live there. Yeah, I know. See, it's very confusing. Yes. Weird my, title. My brain would go straight to the former president lives there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the former president does not live there. <laughs> <laughs> but it did used to be the president's house at one point in time here at the university. Anyway. I'm, we're way off subject. I just thought that, <laughs> I just think that's funny. Um, all right, so uh, toy drive throughout the month of November. Yes, sir. And uh, you're going to deliver these toys uh, 
I assume sometime in December so that they have a chance to wrap them or, uh, you know, get them ready for the kids, right? Yes, sir. We get to even go and help um, CASA separate it out into the families. So we can actually see how many different families that we've helped provide a Christmas for and that everyone in the community has helped. Oh, that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That'll be a lot of fun. And uh, Well, we're excited that you guys are, are taking this on. Uh, you know, we've, we've done this a couple of years here at the university and, and it's had kind of mixed results and mm-hmm. uh, it's been, uh, yeah, I think people have responded well. It just hasn't been as organized as uh, it probably needed to be. And so having, having you guys uh, kind of take, take a hold of it, give it some structure and some leadership uh, is really positive. And, and uh, now all of you are members of the President Carter leadership class. So this is kind of right up your alley, right? Yes, yes sir. Okay, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this should be executed perfectly. No yeah. one's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer, Savannah. That's what I would say, too. Uh, but we do appreciate the, the willingness to step up and take a leadership role. Um, I don't know if you guys were on campus earlier this morning, uh, but the, the kids from the pre-K uh, came around campus in their costumes. Oh, my gosh. They are so funny and uh, cute as can be. And uh, Christy and I, we give them, you know, they go around to all the buildings. We give them some candy and uh, just absolutely hilarious. The things they say mm-hmm. and uh, they don't, they don't, they don't know quite what to do. They want to grab, but they want to open their bag and they just, oh, they're hilarious. Uh, but cute as could be this morning. And so that was a lot of fun. And uh, sitting in class uh, a little bit later after we saw them, they were walking behind the Kane Central and we had to stop class so that we could watch them walk. <laughs> run and trip and fall and spill their candy and all the things that uh, students the little kids do but uh, so you guys going trick-or-treating i'm handing out candy yeah (laughs) (laughs) we uh we have a tendency to buy the candy at our house and eat it before (laughs) halloween gets here sounds like we should go trick-or-treating at your house well mm-hmm. you should somebody should come get the candy so that i quit eating it we can help <laughs> yeah. you with that yeah all right we'll help you we, gotta, we can make a deal we can make a deal i just like the caramel ones i it's the if they got <laughs> nuts in them i i'll give those away so if you like chocolate with nuts come see me <laughs> bring me bring me your rolos and i'll trade you a hershey bar all right a couple other things i wanted to um, mentioned today really around some national issues that are really impacting higher education. Um, the uh, President Biden's uh, Build Back Better um, bill, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, framework. I don't know if they've written a bill yet, but it's, you know, it's, I don't know if you guys know, but you know, it started out at like $3.5 trillion dollars. And now it's down to 1.75 trillion. A uh, couple of things that higher education related. Uh, one, community college uh, tuition, free free tuition to community college that got cut out of the bill. So when it was a 3.5, they were going to pay for everybody to go to community college. Uh, that got cut. And there was also originally to be 20 billion dollars in the bill for uh, HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities. That got cut down to $2 billion. So uh, there is 
pretty significant impact on higher education with the changes that were made. Uh, certainly here in Georgia, we have a number of HBCUs. One of our, uh, one of our close friends and, and rivals down here, Albany State, uh, is uh, designated as an HBCU. So they're, they're gonna hopefully get some additional funding, uh, but that's, that's kind of still being negotiated. Um, but we are, we are seeing uh, here at the university, you're hearing a lot about inflation and supply chain uh, issues. I don't know if you guys are having any problems. They must, they must not have gotten you your biology book. That must have been <laughs> the problem, Alex. I don't know what happened there, but um, we, we have purchased uh, several million dollars worth of equipment, computers, uh, technology enhancements, furniture for classrooms, uh, a variety of things. And, and we are having a heck of a time getting them. And you know, we kind of joked about it when the, when the money, when the first round of higher education emergency relief funding came out, we said, man, all these universities are gonna have all this money and we're all gonna spend it at the same time on basically the same stuff. And nobody will be able to, you know, get it. And lo and behold, that's what, exactly what happened. Um, mm -hmm. They, you know, they gave, they gave out uh, trillions of dollars of money to higher education. Hundreds of millions, I mean, five, five, six hundred million dollars to higher education institutions, and gave us instructions that we had to spend it in a year. And then they told us, "Well, these are the things you can spend it on." Guess what? It's all gone. There's <laughs> none of it left. It's sitting on a boat somewhere. We can't get it off the boat anyway. So, so we at the institution are feeling uh, the effects of certainly the supply side issues. But we're also starting to feel the inflation. Uh, a lot of the products that we have to buy, a lot of the uh, operational costs that we have, our energy costs are going up. It's starting to get cool. And so that means the heaters are gonna start kicking on uh, and, our, and our energy costs are, are going up. Uh, just, you know, the things that we buy around campus, paper, toner, all the, you know, just operational things, those are all getting more expensive. And so uh, we are institutionally, we're feeling that squeeze a little bit and so we need to keep our eye on uh, what we're doing how we're doing it and um, you know do we really need it and maybe we should buy a large supply of toilet paper now <laughs> i guess i don't know uh, you guys you guys uh i mean we, i go to the grocery store i still find stuff to eat i mean i assume we're still doing okay right yes sir you can always find something at the calf always yes. find something at the calf that's right that's right, and your and your cost isn't going to go up, right? Not this year. Not this year. You've already paid for it. That's right. <laughs> so you're locked in. You don't have to pay extra. Um, we might have to pay extra to get it, but you know, you don't care, do you? I mean, I care, but as long as we don't pass it on to you. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, we'll do our best. Um, the other the other item that I thought was interesting is just a piece of news. Um, and since I mentioned Albany State, you know, in our in, in what I would call our area here, we got Albany State, 40 miles from here. ABAC's about 70 miles from here. Columbus State, 70 or 80 miles from here. A couple other middle Georgia's not all that far. You can get to middle Georgia pretty easy. Um, George or Duke and University of North Carolina. You guys know those two schools? Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, you, you, Chase, you probably know. They have pretty good rivalry, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had a deal 
And apparently it was kind of an under the table deal that they wouldn't hire each other's faculty. I mean, they're only like seven miles apart. So the medical school said, we won't come to your campus and hire your medical faculty to come teach our classes. And I assume it's because they probably were doing that, right? Well, the faculty found out about it and they sued them. And the faculty won $54 million settlement. And then the non-medical faculty said, huh, that might've been happening to us. And so they sued them and they won $19 million. Wow. So Duke, North Carolina got out of this deal because they're like a state school, but Duke's a private school. They had to pay all of it. $73 million fine that was then distributed to all the faculty members um, that were affected, even though nobody, I mean, it's hard to know who was affected because nobody mm -hmm. went. So anyway, so everybody got some, uh, about $2,300 a piece. <laughs> so anyway, I say that so that nobody should ever think that if, you know, if they get approached by another institution and they wanna go, I'm not gonna stop them. Um, <laughs> And, and we're going to go steal anybody that we can afford. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. We, uh, it's usually not our, not, not our issue, but anyway, I just thought that was funny and interesting that, um, that that would happen. Uh, another, another item that you guys might be interested in, uh, a group of a small group of students over at Auburn university. Mm -hmm. I think they're vet students. So this may be a little specific to them, but they didn't, they were trying to figure out how to make some money. And so they created their own business, the AU pet crew. And so they started advertising and they do pet sitting, walking, bathing, nail trims, all kinds of things for people's pets. So if you need to make some money for the holidays, <laughs> uh, and you're, and you like dogs or cats, I guess, who likes cats? Anybody? No one. Nobody likes cats. <laughs> I didn't think so. So if you, if you want to, you know, take care of some dogs, you could start your own business. And, um, as a matter of fact, Christy and I need some help. So, um, <laughs> thought that was interesting. Um, we have, we have great dogs and we love them and, and it's always nice to have somebody that cares for them as much as we do come and stay and, and take care of them. So <laughs> if you're looking for a business opportunity, um, you know, there's your, there's your deal. I will gladly take that. Yeah. You like that idea? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Now you got to cut their nails. Uh, it's not fun. We we'll can make figure it work. out something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, wanted to, to uh, say congratulations to uh, Anish Dave, our, one of our faculty members over in the English department. Uh, he, he just recently um, uh, published an article on political discourse uh, online, the online environment, and really interesting. If you haven't uh, had a chance to read it, I would encourage you to read it because uh, I'm sure you guys know right now in our country, the political discourse is uh, intense. And, um, and, and, and so he takes a look kind of back over time and how, how political discourse has kind of changed. And then now how in the online world, it's different and uh, really, re really interesting great uh topic and uh, we'll get you thinking so um anyway good stuff now you guys you guys have been here let's see you came in august september october almost through with october so you're like 
pros at being here, right? You're like super experienced students. Wouldn't say that. I would no. not say that. <laughs> what kind of things uh, are you involved in besides uh, President Carter Leadership Program? Have you gotten involved in other other student organizations? What other things? Yes, sir. I'm in the Student Government Association as a freshman representative, and I'm also uh, got elected to be a Zephra, okay. which is like a tour guide yeah. around campus yeah. for campus tours and preview days. And we have a preview day coming up on November the 13th. We certainly do. Yes, sir. That's going to be important. Yes, sir, it is. Because enrollment's declining. <laughs> we need it to go up. Yes, sir. So it's all on you. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, you say you're not an expert, but you're giving tours of campus. So you got to be an expert by now, right? I'm getting there. You're getting there? Getting What's your favorite building? Um, probably the Storm Dome. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot to do there. There is. So. There is. Where do, you, where do you guys hang out just on campus? I mean, what, what kind of places? Where do you go? We hang out in our hallway. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's nice to have a hallway where everybody's kind of in the same mm -hmm. program. and. Yeah. Folks, one, third floor. Yeah. Other right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What other things are you involved in? I'm in KD. Okay. Kappa Delta. And then I'm also applying to be a storm spotter. Very good. Mm. Okay. Sorority. Yes, sir. Are they nice girls? Yes. They're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to say that right now. No, they actually are. They're really sweet. They are. They are. Okay. What about you, Chase? I'm a student athlete here. I'm on the men's soccer team. Yeah? I go to BCM from time to time, and I just applied to be a desk assistant. Okay. Desk assistant. What time of the night do you want to work? <laughs> I want to work during the day. <laughs> <laughs> nighttime isn't, isn't for me. No. Mr. Alex over here knows about the nighttime shift. Yes, I, I'm a desk assistant too. And I work, the first week I got hired, I worked uh, 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. And fell asleep the last 20 minutes. Uh-oh. And our... Um, Did somebody come in? Residence coordinator, Michaela, she came out her room to go to um, workout. workouts. Workout. Yeah, her morning workouts. And she just stood there and she slammed her door and I, she said, <laughs> I still slept. So, And I woke, I fell asleep 20 minutes before my shift ended and woke up 10 minutes after, after. it ended. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. What do they expect when it's 1 to 4 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah. My goodness gracious. It's a learning experience. Yeah. Now yeah. he knows not to work that shift. Yeah. And so, if you do work it, go to sleep a couple hours before you do it. Take a nap. Yeah. Get you a little sleep in. I hear you. Okay. So, uh, Chase, you're on the men's soccer team. Yes, sir. All right. Now, you guys have qualified for the conference tournament. Yes, sir. This is the first time that we've ever qualified for the conference tournament. I think we made it like one year when every team in the conference got into it. But this is the first time we've ever won our way in. Yes, so that's pretty good. Yes, sir. We've been putting in a bunch of hard work, and when we stay focused toward our, towards our goal, we can do a lot, and we're here to prove something. Yeah. We, we want to have a new culture on here at GSW, and we want to show everyone what we can do. Yeah. And I think we can do that. I think you guys are doing that, and uh, you guys have had, I, I've never, I, was it five or six games have been lost by one goal? Yes, sir. And we've, you've won a couple by one goal. Most every game we play is, uh, it's very close and very competitive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of the games we've lost could have gone either, either way. way. Yeah, it's But, amazing. I mean, it's hard when 
as coach likes to say, he says, we're playing with house money. Yeah. Because no one expects anything out of us, but we're showing everyone up. Yeah. So we just got to keep our heads down and keep grinding and show everyone what we can do. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, uh, we got a playoff game coming up. We'll find yes, out sir. Saturday or late, late Saturday, we'll maybe Sunday, Saturday who, we play. We, who we play. And then, yes, uh, and we'll be off and running and ready to go. Yes, sir. Uh, I think, I think, I think what we're seeing is great. And the women's team's doing great too. Uh, they're, they're also trying to change culture a little bit and uh, they are, have qualified. Well, I don't know if they've qualified or not. They're close. They've won two conference games. And if things go right for them this weekend, they'll also qualify for the conference tournament. We're hoping that that happens and very excited for what we're seeing there. And then we've got men's basketball uh, getting ready to kick off. Women's basketball is getting ready. I should say tip off, right? Kick off in soccer. We tip off in basketball. Uh, the women play Sunday at uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, a, um, I, get, I don't know what they call it. It's not a scrimmage. It's a... Uh, exhibition match game and uh and the men play clemson on monday in an exhibition game and then uh then i think the men turn around and play jackson state and then pretty soon another couple weeks we'll be we'll be playing home games uh here in the storm dome so uh very close to getting that going as well so exciting time and uh, i know you guys are probably looking forward to uh finals Mm-hmm, sure. Isn't that exactly what you're looking forward to? <laughs> of course. Yeah. You know what happens? You know what finals means? We get to go home with our families. Yes. Yeah. End of the semester. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at that point, you're just ready. Why would you want to leave this beautiful place? Again? That's true. <laughs> I, so wrong of me to I say. I feel that. the same way. <laughs> I feel the same way. But let me tell you something. Uh, you guys may not know this, but you know, as happy as you are to go, we're quite happy for you to leave. Also. Okay. Uh, we miss, we miss you terribly uh, after a day or two, and we want you to come back, and we always want you to come back, but, you know, we all need a break from each other, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> I know that, I know that uh, all your friends, uh, you guys hang out in the, in the residence halls. Everybody will get to go home and get away from each other for a few days, maybe a week or two, and then you'll be really excited to come back and see everybody again. and. It makes it makes the start of the next semester that much more exciting mm-hmm. when you get back and you see all your friends again. And because um, when you go home, you get tired of being with your family. Oh, right? yes, sir. I mean, yeah, very quickly. It's like the same thing over here, though. I mean, <laughs> with the way our President Carter kids hang out, I mean, it, we're not just friends anymore. We kind of all grow a bond together, and we're all mm-hmm. family. So we consider everyone to be family. Like if you're on our hall, no one's doors are ever locked. We, anyone can walk. No, in we lock them. Don't tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> We lock, we lock them. Yes. When we know nobody's going to be know, on the hall. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. but, but I get what you're saying. I mean, everyone over here supports everybody, except for Alex in biology. Yeah. <laughs> he left me in biology alone Uh-oh. to struggle. No, you have two other people. But <laughs> Well, I've noticed that, you know, like at the soccer games, I see, I see the rest of the crew out there mm-hmm. uh, cheering. I see them at the women's games and uh, other events on campus. We've seen you guys show up as a, as a group supporting your fellow classmates so that's really cool yes sir we try to go to as much as we can yeah they have merchandise now oh yeah yes yes sir they have our they have sweaters with our names on them yeah very nice they're friends themed (laughs) (laughs) we're always there from the start of the girls to the end of the boys yeah i mean Mm -hmm. even if they don't know anything they're always there yelling screaming in the cold in the rain and it's i mean 
it shows how much heart we actually have for each other. Yeah. Well, that's that's the kind of student body we're trying to build, and, and we hope that, that spreads uh, across. You know, because we're all we're all hurricanes, and and we're all here together, and and whether we're uh, competing uh, on a on a athletic field or competing in a classroom or trying to get jobs when we're graduating. Uh, you know, we all ought to be supporting each other, helping each other, cheering for each other, and proud of what uh, all of our students are, are accomplishing. And uh, when we do that, you know, then I think all of us have a lot to be proud of, and uh, we build a community of support uh, for everybody, and they mm -hmm. feel comfortable here and know that uh, we're, all, we're all trying to be successful. You know, the, the goal here is not for some of us to be successful so that, you know, and, and some others fail as a result. The goal is for all of us to be successful together and, and you guys are doing a great job of that and um, and and we know that you're the third class of president carter leadership scholars and the other two classes are uh, also uh, involved and we're seeing them as their influence spreads across campus we're seeing a good impact so we're excited about the program you're in and really excited that you've taken on the toy drive and uh, looking forward to that uh, going really well so that's again that's november first through the 30th mm -hmm. uh people can buy toys and if is there like a website or is it is it, is there a place so they can kind of see the lists or uh... um well we'll have it posted around campus and downtown okay. uh we're gonna start getting it out on social media social monday media. Okay. and hopefully broadcast it on some news channels and stuff too yeah good letting everybody to know i think we're doing an article in the paper too yes yep. okay great Great, because people will want to know what kinds of things. Um, but, you know, Christy and I, our kids are grown. Uh, we don't have grandkids yet. Um, and so it's been a while since we've been in a toy aisle. <laughs> and uh, we're excited to go and uh, start shopping for some toys and, and uh, practicing being grandparents. One of these <laughs> days it'll happen and we'll get to, we'll get to do it. But uh, this will give us some good practice and for a good cause. And we're excited do it so we appreciate you guys taking on uh, this leadership role and and uh, we hope everybody has uh, a really good weekend and uh, i think it's i think georgia and florida are playing this weekend so uh if you don't have anything else to do uh, we do have a women's soccer game and uh so i would come to the women's soccer game first mm -hmm. i think it's i think it's after the florida georgia game but anyway um <laughs> and i know you're probably a gator fan florida state fan. oh well you don't have to worry about it Oh, Clemson and Florida State? Yes. Sir. Yeah. No. So, okay. so you got two good teams playing and two bad teams playing. Yeah. Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, I hope everybody has a great weekend, and uh, we'll be back soon with another edition of What's in the Cup.